these kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. <laughs> Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Time for the shocker. Ooh, you ready to get zapped? You ready to get shocked? Ooh, shock me, shock me. Ooh, it's, I'm coming out of my shell, mm, honey. I'm aligning all my chakras. Ooh, yes, girl. Welcome yes. to Welcome to Deadcast, honey. Yeah, seashells, see. She sells seashells by the seashore. Real bitch. world road rules challenge. Real world road rules challenge. Shell shocker. That's right. Shell shock her up in here. Shell shock her up in here. Tara twins up in here. Tara, Tara twins, twins up in here. Tara Bennett is that bitch. Tara Bennett is that bitch. Yes, 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 honey. Um, I'm Daniel Montgomery. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. Today we're talking about shell shocker. Ooh, it's time to get nasty on the beach again. Yes, more tale to give you goosebumps, girl. This is, this this short story is kind of like Sucker's dirty little sister. Yeah, it's like it's like. <laughs> It's like Sucker's dirty little sister that's, no, dirty older sister that snuck out and stole the car and she's going to go down to the beach and get all kinds of shell shock and nasty. (laughs) You heard me. So I take what I I take notes on these short, short stories and all the stories, of course. And Matthew and I share the notes. And <laughs> the protagonist's name is Tara Bennett. And the first note that I have for this book, in all caps, is Tara Bennett is that bitch. Yes, DNA results. She is that bitch. And Tim, don't be coming for Fifth Harmony because Normani is that bitch. Her eight-year-old brother Tommy finds a shell. Yo, on the beach. like here's here's the real tea though. Like, yeah, give me that tea. She's that bitch, but like sometimes we, when you say like like Normani's that bitch, but like Tara Bennett is like a fucking bitch. Yeah, she's that bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, she's not like a boss bitch. She's like a fucking bitch. Yeah, she's a mean girl. Yeah. She is, don't you think it's kind of fun when you have protagonists that are mean? Yes, and I think that are mean, dumb, I think white short girls? stories like this really lends itself to like nasty mean girls because you you don't have to care about the character for very long because you're only with them for like twenty pages or whatever it is. Less and than like, that, yeah, less than that. I think this one's very short too, right? Like anyway, um, I, I think it could have been a little longer. I think this one is so wild. Yes, this one's evil. <laughs> I think it's evil. I think it's nasty, and I think it's evil. This one's literally tainted with. With evil and doomed from the devil and this is satan's kiss this is literally satan's kiss so tara's eight-year-old brother tommy finds a shell on the beach and tara says i don't think so bitch that's my shell it's from my shell collection here's the thing like tara bennett fucking loves shells and, co- and collecting shells and ain't nobody gonna take her shell shine away yes she has the biggest and best shell collection in the world and tommy's bitch. and tommy says that's no fair and she says oh no fair you're a Baby. Go to hell. It's the most perfect shell in the world, and it's mine. She's never seen a more perfect pink shell in her entire 12-year-old life. She says everybody's going to be jealous when they see it. Everyone in the seventh grade science era will be so jealous. They'll ask, can I hold it? And I'll say, no way. You can't even look at it without my permission. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> and Tommy turns and marches away, far away. No, 
Tara turns and marches away from her brother, her annoying, stupid little brother. She says, this shell's beautiful, and it's, it's mine. mine. It's, it's not Tommy's. Mine. I'm Tara It Bennett, is mine. I'm the one. Tara says whenever Tommy finds a seashell, he puts his ear to it, and to hear the roar of the ocean, and she says, what? Tommy is such a jerk. He's such a jerk. Everyone knows you can't hear the ocean inside a shell, idiot. And she says, but just the same... I don't know. I'm going to listen to it anyway. So she shoves that perfect shell up to her ear and, ew, a clump of wet seaweed pokes out. So she pulls it out, but then she hears in the shell a little tiny voice that says, Help me. me. And Tara freaks out and drops the shell. She says, was that you, Tommy? But Tommy's nowhere, and he's certainly not inside the shell. She's freaked out, so she kicks that shell. But from inside the shell, she hears someone say, Help me. And she screams and she says, who's there? And the shell says, I'm trapped. Help me. Uh, please help me. And she says, I can't believe it. The shell is talking to me. And the shell says, of course I'm talking to you. I need your help. I'm a prisoner. Please pick me up. And Tara's like, what? The, what is Happening. And then the voice says, Take me to the cave. You need to help me escape. Oh, please, trust me. And Tara's like, What? Trust you? I can't even see you. No, come to the cave to help me escape. Then you'll understand. Then you'll see me. And she says, why should I help you? I could make a fortune with you, become rich and famous with a talking shell. I could be a total famous worldwide sensation, bitch. And the, the shell responds. But Tara, but Tara, I will talk to you only when you're alone, so no one will believe you. But listen to me. There's something inside the cave that will really make you rich and famous. And Tara says, well, what is it? Tell me. And the voice says, the biggest seashell in the world. You have to come see it. Do you promise? And the voice says it's along the shoreline to the north end of the beach. And Tara's like, oh my god, I'm going to be famous. I'll be Tara the Shell Queen. <laughs> so Tara says, okay, this sounds like a great idea. I'll take, I'll you, to take you to the cave. And the voice says, yes. yes. So she looks back and says, mm, I should probably tell my parents where I'm going. But the voice insists and says, they won't even notice. And the sun's starting to set. It's getting it's getting dark. But Tara says, mm, maybe I should bring my mom with me. And then the shell screeches and says, help me, help me, help me now. And Tara says, okay, fine. So she starts walking with the shell. And they walk a pity far. A lot further than she was planning on walking. And she says, mm, this is way too far. I want to go back. But the voice in the shell keeps insisting that they're so close. And it says, actually, we're, we're, the voice says, we're here. By the rocks. And there's an opening to a cave right off the rocks. So she stares at this dark cave and hears an ear-splitting screech from inside. And she says, M, what's that? And the shell says, <laughs> just the wind. And Tara sees that it's pitch black Can you in guys there? believe this story? Aren't you dying? And the shell says it can guide her. And it says, do exactly as I say and do not touch the walls 
But of course, Tara being Tara Bennett, the shell queen, as soon as she gets into the cave, you know she stumbles over a big rock and grabs those walls. And she realizes the walls are covered in thousands of hairy spiders crawling all over her hair and arms and inside her face. I hate that. So she swats at herself and says, um, I'm getting out of here. And the shell says, but no, we're so close. Don't you want to win the biggest show in the world? Don't you want to be rich and famous? Wait until you see it, the voice croons. It's the biggest, most beautiful shell you could ever imagine. This better be worth it, Tara says, It better be worth it. And the shell goes, oh, it is. And the shell tells her to keep walking. And as Tara walks, things start crunching under her feet. And she's like, Ow, my bare feet are crunching on this ground. She says, what is that? And the shell says, nothing to worry about. Don't you worry your pretty little face about it. And she re- All the crunching is hurting her feet. Just, I want to know what it is. And Tara spins around and slips and lands on a huge pile of white, large stones cutting her skin. Cutting Wait. into her baby skin. Wait, you guys. They're not stones. Those they ain't bo- stones. They bones. They bones. And Tara says, that's it. I'm getting out of here. And the voice says, no, those are just fish, fish bones. bones. Mm-hmm. The tide carries fish into the cave. And they're Tara's big. like, but they're so big. And the voice is like, yeah, it's very big fish, but not as big as that shell you're going to find. Don't you want to see that shell, Tara? And Tara says, no, I need to get out of here. And they say, no, but it's right around the corner, please. You're so close. You can reach out and touch it. So Tara turns the corner and she starts to hear this pound, pound, pound. Pound noise. And she says, um, what is that? It sounds like, it sounds like a monster heart. What is this, ghost camp? And the voice says, oh, it's just the pounding of the waves. It's just the pounding of the waves. Now go see it. So Tara walks around this corner into the cave. This pound, pound, pounding is growing louder. And she sees a shaft of light from the ceiling. And it is actually a huge, huge, white, pink, beautiful shell the biggest most beautiful shell in the whole world the voice was not lying it was totally worth all of it and tara like loses her mind she hugs this giant shell and, and she like, screams i'll be, I'll be rich i'll be famous rich. and everyone, everyone will be so jealous bitches at school are gonna be so jealous of me but then the shelf's voice says there's something i forgot to tell you this is truly the biggest shell in the world and inside it lives the biggest hermit crab in the world. And the shell rises up, tilts back, and a monstrous hermit crab crawls out. It's got bulging, bulging red, red eyes, eyes on long stems. A huge green mouth slurping. It's got enormous cruel claws snapping and snapping and waving in the air, snapping hard over her head. And Tara screams and screams for help as it snatches her in its claws. Ouch! And she screams, help, help me. And, and the, the t- voice mocks her and says, and she realizes that pounding is the heart pounding of that hermit crab and it's pinching her waist squeezing her so tight and she she's holding that tiny shell by the way she drops that tiny shell when that pincer squeezes her and a tiny little hermit crab pops out of the shell and says look mommy i caught another one now we're gonna read the first paragraph and last paragraph of this nasty little story Oh, no, you don't, Tara Bennett yelled at her eight-year-old brother, Tommy. That's my shell. Mine! Look, Mommy, look, the tiny voice screeched. I caught another one! Tara screamed, and the giant claws snapped shut around her. 
Do you think it's the nastiest story in this book so far? Ultra violence. Like Tara straight up dies because her ass gets cut in half. I think this is a wild story and it had me cackling. I think it's wild and nasty and I love having such a nasty protagonist like Tara Bennett who only wants fame and fortune. And then her ass gets literally cut in half and her bloody feet get cut up on bones. Get nasty. I think this one is so violent and wild and just pure Eiffel. I don't think you could ever make a TV episode out of this. No, definitely not. Were you guys shocked? Were you shell shocked? Tell us. You can say hi to us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. Or stalk me online at Instagram, uh, Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery, or my Twitter is iRobotUJane. Daniel, what's yours? Oh, my Instagram's just Daniel X Montgomery, and my Twitter is Daniel Montgomery. Oh, okay. Please come find me. Can we help? Were you annoyed by those voices? Don't worry. This episode's over, but there's another one coming, and it's going to make you itch. It's going to make you twitch. It's going to make you scratch. No, I, I have to itch the scratch on my leg. It's called poison ivy. Oh, no, poison. <laughs> oh, no, poisson. Oh, no, poisson. Oh, you better... You, what is the, What is that you put is on? Is it calamine lotion? Calamine lotion you put on. Ooh, you When's the last time you had poison ivy? Uh, I can't remember, and I'm glad that I can't remember. But the next time you guys are going to have Poison Ivy is when you listen to our next episode, okay, honey? Write us a review and subscribe if you dare. Okay, if you... (laughs)